What's up, everybody? My name is Andy Lee. I'm a martial artist, actor. And uh, my name is Brian Lee, a.k.a. Brian Demon Wolf. One word, no space, all caps. And together we are Martial Club! <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Vietnamese. I'm your host, Kenneth Nguyen. Being part of a culture of nearly 100 million Vietnamese people in the world today comes with a lot of pain, proud history, and privilege. Join me as I highlight and explore the Vietnamese experience from all over the world. Here, what does it mean to be Vietnamese to you guys? Um, being Vietnamese, honestly, that's all we know. Um, being Vietnamese is our heritage. That's how we grew up. That's how we were born and raised. And um, it related back to Marcos. Yeah, um, we were born and raised in a Vietnamese household. Uh, so a lot of our morals and ethics and teachings were from the Vietnamese heritage, our parents. Um, you know, they they were born and raised Vietnamese. They had to overcome the war, came over here, birthed us, and the teachings they taught us were, and the trauma that they instilled upon us. <laughs> yeah. um, and a it's lot a real of, thing. It's a real thing. And I think we are the way we are because of our, our upbringing. And for us, we want to express that through our art form. And for us, our art form is martial <laughs> arts and through film and through acting and storytelling. And so for us, that's the Vietnamese heritage. We want to express that energy through this platform. How do you think the trauma seeped into the way you guys became or developed? Um, well, I would say whether it was a direct teaching or not, there was a, um, there was a, a big thing on, um, there was a big thing on instilling hard work in us, I would say, yeah. because growing up, our our parents would be working at the swap meet day in and day out, you know, yeah. and just seeing, you know, my mom at the time, she was like nearing her 50s, you know, and, and my dad nearing his, his 60s, you know, they'd be um, going, going to downtown LA carrying boxes, like heavy ass boxes, you know, loading a van in the beating sun, working at an outdoor swap meet and just growing up, seeing that as a kid, it, you know, it, it, it not does to mention, new. Not to mention they threw into that yeah so by the ages of like five and six you know we were getting swole just carrying boxes and shit already so it, it, you know so hard work i would five say and six was a little young. it was like more like eight or nine yeah sorry eight or nine like but yeah. i just remember we were young but yeah. um yeah i would say it just instilled hard work and it was, uh, that's the main thing yeah. yeah yeah so um we would um yeah that instilling the idea of hard work and just the way we were raised so anything we decided just put our energy towards we only know how to go 100 or nothing yeah and, and that includes a, like even for uh, yeah that includes what yeah no 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 that, that, that's that's all, that's all i was gonna say and that goes towards whatever we decided to do our passion or art form even if like we went to school like me and Brian aren't really school people. So even if as much as we hated school, the fact that we had to do it, we only knew how to put to go, go full in, you know? Yeah. You guys aren't school people, but you went a hundred percent into school, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. We went, we even have bachelor's degrees, but we don't, we, we <laughs> got, yeah, we don't, we don't really flaunt it, but we, you know, we got, we got college degrees, yeah, we got college <laughs> degrees <only. laughs> but it was more so to satisfy our parents. You yeah. Know? Um, <laughs> what did you guys study in college? Uh, we studied sports science and kinesiology. So basically mm. leading up to being a physical therapist, you know, helping with injuries. And because we thought that was the thing that correlated the most to to martial arts training, you know, how, learning how to prevent yourself from injuries and just, you know, bettering your body, keeping your body healthy. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what inspired you guys to go on this journey of martial arts? Um, 
you know, honestly, I think it was a natural progression because um, oh, I think we got cut. Um, we had to start over, but um, it was natural progression because growing up, while our parents were working at the swamp meet, our grandparents took care of us, and um, on the TV all day, there would just be straight up Hong Kong mar martial arts films and uh, TV series, you know, like Theme Ball, and you know, all like the Shaw Brothers, Jackie Chan, Golden Harvest films, Bruce Lee. It was always playing on the TV, and um, I think just seeing that your whole life growing up. Uh, it, it's it it was a natural progression to just pick up martial arts, you know. Yeah, we we also, um, not to add that we also got we got picked on a lot. We're, we were all we've always been social oddballs. Like we, I, I we I think, yeah, we've we've never been normal. I think yeah. that's why we're here today. Doing, <laughs> still not with like normal jobs that like our parents want us to to have, but like yeah. we've always been social oddballs, and um, we're. Uh, we got picked on a lot in school. So when you when you get picked on a lot and you come home and you watch uh, the martial arts heroes like Bruce Lee uh, or Jackie fight mm -hmm. bullies and and rising you know rising to rising to the top. Not not, not only fighting for zero to hero type shit. You know, yeah, real, yeah for real zero to hero stories. <laughs> um, and they're 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 fighting not only for themselves but for like for what they the, believe in for what they believe in and the minorities and like you watch that that does something to you and especially <laughs> especially when you're young when you're young like that like you're like a sponge you know so you absorb like you just absorb what yeah. whatever whatever inspires you when you're young and that like i believe that carries on with you forever yeah and yeah. i think like still today like we carry the sensibilities of what we watched when we were little yeah 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 Right so yeah. <laughs> naturally the progression for us was was martial arts movies and i think that's what ended up being our career path yeah. all right well I, I can say that a lot of people that we know and i that i grew up vietnamese we all watched it but we didn't pursue a path like that so i guess i want to know what was the <clears throat> turning point to where you go i'm going to study this a little harder than other people and then what is that gradual progression that leads you to going deeper and deeper into it? Oh, okay. oh yeah, actually. So, um, okay. So going into high school, mm -hmm. like we, we've, uh, martial arts has always played an integral part in our lives and we've, and going into the early years of high school, we had our phases trying to figure out what we want to do, what we want to be. Identity yeah. crisis. I, I, we had our, like we had our, our emo phase. We had know? our emo phases. And we had our fair share of like, you know, gang, gangs. Because ABC. growing up in this area, there's a lot of gangs. Yeah, like, you know. yeah. So, so we grew up in the the whole, uh, the you know, the ABB, you know, yeah, ghetto <laughs> Vietnamese area, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> we, uh, it wasn't until like throughout all of that martial arts has always played like a very integral part in our lives yeah. and it wasn't until it was my junior year it was in high school and um it was my it, freshman year as well yeah um at the time youtube was just fresh and there was this viral video out called the urban ninja yeah and um i, I don't know if you if it's still up or it's, it's still loaded i watch YouTube, it recently uploaded on youtube today <laughs> but there there's this guy doing parkour and like and um, martial arts and like flips and acrobatics and kicks and flying kicks and at the time if you had a video out like that like i know we could see this stuff all over like instagram TikTok. like it's nothing like it's very normal today yeah. But back then, if you had a video like that, that would go viral. Yeah, and that was like one of the few only videos of yeah. this guy dressed up as a ninja. It, it credits to him, by the way. His name is uh, his name is Zin Wuku. I I believe he's also uh, part Vietnamese as well. Yeah, Vietnamese, Cambodian, Chinese, I believe. Yeah, um, and um, he he came to my school for a career day, 
and so he was so yeah he came to my school and it was the king's high school um he came during a career day and i saw him like during his presentation he would literally like he plays video and then he like just take us out to like the quad and would like run off the tables do flips run off onto the the senior stage do backflip <laughs> and for me that was my first time seeing like flips in real life where it's like oh shit you don't need wires for this it's a real thing like you wow. and so like this was like the closest thing to like a martial arts movie that i saw, yeah, yeah. you know that i saw and um naturally like uh that's when for me that's when it switched it was like oh shit like you can actually do something with this because this guy was he was a stuntman he was making a career out of it and so that's when i was like you can actually do something with this so that's when i i picked up martial arts again i say again because i did train a little bit of chinese wushu chinese martial arts in westminster when i was a kid very little um and i i got through the basics and you know um, but after that, I, I started picking up martial arts again. And at the time, all we were able to afford was YouTube videos and, yeah. and kung fu movies. So then we naturally we just copied, you know, learned from watching. Uh, along the way, we met a lot of friends who friends and peers and mentors who mentors, would teach us uh, who, yeah. a, a lot of martial arts as well. So, yeah. but for the for the most part, a lot of our teachings, I would say, would this is self taught, straight up. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, naturally, if we learn, we watched and learned from kung fu movies. I think our natural progression was to pursue that as a career path. Yeah, yeah. so I, that's naturally how. Through, oh, we graduated high school going into college was more of like our training years yeah yeah it's more like yeah. giving us time to develop and really um build our character and our style into martial arts you know mm -hmm. and in, into filmmaking into uh, you, you, learning you know yeah, what, learning everything you know you could have gone very different paths uh from filmmaking storytelling and i and i've and I've heard it through your interviews <laughs> that it's storytelling, filmmaking, but you could have gone the competition route to, to fight like an MMA or go boxing or, you know, things that are right. more um, combat sports driven, but you guys chose right. to go in the storytelling uh, path. Why? I think, I, I think to a very innate level, we have a story we want to tell. Yeah. Like, like you said, like, like we said earlier, the, you know, the, the trauma from yeah. all the, it's like you know we have our own story we want to tell yeah and and also we've had our fair share of doing competitions like i mean i think i've, I've competed in like a forms division once same that, same here. yeah same, here. same with them that we learned on youtube you know like a form i learned on youtube so it's not even correct whatever you know but just um i would say the competition circuit is um it's it's really cool for what it is you know but it's also in, in our in my opinion it's very standardized and if you have one thing off um then you know the the three judges sitting there they'll you know take our points or whatever and it's like so what if i don't want to hold my thumb this way what if i want to do this you know and when you do oh, martial arts moves you can do whatever the fuck you want you can, you do, you can express yeah, how you want you know yeah it's more it's more of an like if you um he, he asked about combat sports but oh combat sports sorry. ryan's talking about forms division yeah like right, a competition so, in general you know yeah so, so like in, in chinese martial arts or wushu they they do forms divisions where or like forms where you go on on the on the floor you do your routine and um i i, I didn't dive into it much so I'm, I'm i'm not too knowledgeable but to my understanding like the judges are very detailed yeah like if you do a push palm and your fingers off like this by a little bit like you get points deducted like it's mm -hmm. so standardized and uh, uh just in our personal opinion um in our personal opinion 
and like it, 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 it takes away the art, like the creative. Yeah, yeah. you it know, takes the away your your your, your, your a true freedom. expression. It takes that away. That's what yeah. I mean. um. But with that that being said, like all the props of the world, to, like the athletes who they're competing. sick. They're fucking sick. Yeah. yeah, like just physically, what they're able to do and and they're competing in, it's just like it's. It's just like mind blowing. Yeah. Um, it's mind blowing how far yeah. they're, they're they're able to take it too. You know. And I I don't know how I would survive in that to be honest. <laughs> I feel like we're more creatives. Yeah. So like we like to yeah. we like to learn rules to break rules. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of like our philosophy yeah. as martial artists. We learn the rules. Um, so then we can break it. Sometimes we don't even learn the rules. Yeah, we just... <laughs> <laughs> we're like so. Uh, so how does that work? Okay, A to B. Okay, how do we fill that in? You know, that's that's kind of our. We we fancy ourselves the Shaolin rebels. Yeah, rebels. But, but why not fighting? Why not combat sports? <clears throat> um, I I think we just never really took uh, like I I think because we were exposed to the art so much. Yeah. Like for us, it was always the art, the artistic side. Like we like the flashiness, we yeah. like the performance aspect, we like the showmanship. So for us, that's that's what we naturally gravitated towards. Um, yeah. As far as fighting goes, like I've 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 tried sparring. I'm not that good at it. <laughs> uh, We've had our our, our uh, fair share of dabbling in fighting and sparring, Love but you guys, man. We just end up getting our ass kicked. So it's like, yo, let's just stick to performing, man. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe this ain't it, Chief. <laughs> but but again, kudos to to fighters. They're oh my god, because like I, I like their training is uh is nuts, bro. A whole nother level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all credit to like the fight circuit, UFC. They're doing an amazing job with what they're doing. God damn, you guys yeah. are so and, and that's they're only growing. You know, they're they're pushing the forefront at the combat end. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just our duty to push it in the artistic the film side the, yeah because yeah, there's martial and there's art right so where we like i feel like we occupy the art, art side yeah, yeah 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 i i love how genuine <laughs> and, and authentic you guys are because um you, it's funny to hear you guys say wow wait, that's not for us and you know we're on the art side and the way you guys present it is just funny <laughs> yeah. it's just truth yeah <laughs> Yeah, now, let's go back to what you were saying that you guys have a story. You said you guys want to tell a story. Um, is that one story or is that you guys want to tell many stories? It's many stories. Many stories it's, yeah. it's just whatever, um, what we're feeling, what we're genuinely feeling, the stage in our lives. You know, the journey of a martial yeah, artist. It, like film can reflect it. Yeah. Um, um, I don't want to spoil too much right now because we're developing our first like our first real feature film passion project that like will explain it a lot in detail, but I will just say like, <laughs> um, like, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but I, I will just say, I will just say the martial arts journey going from zero to hero. Yeah. yeah. Going from, um, see like in my opinion, most hero movies today tell that story of, um, Oh, I'm the lead. Uh, I, ha I, I happen to have these superpowers and I have a responsibility to like do great things with yeah. it, right? And, um, but I just want to be a normal person. For us, it's actually the other way around. Yeah. For us, like 30, like like martial arts movies, like 36 Chambers of Shaolin, Ooh. where you see the, the, the hero go from zero, like this person is, is at zero and wants to become a master to share something with the world yeah. and going through the 36 chambers, the actual training chambers 
and to see the 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 hard work that like a martial artist has yeah. to put. We don't in. have movies like we like, don't have like movies that like that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where it's like a uh, uh, like I will say like Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin was unapologetically an hour of it was unapologetically a training <laughs> like training montage. montage yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I don't I, maybe it's because the audience doesn't have can't retain that now can't like yeah. they don't have the attention span to watch someone like go through a chamber train really hard fails watch him fail stand back up and keep going yeah you know I, I i think it's like that those stories are like like you know the rocky movies like those stories are i feel like they're not like they're not as prominent today and yeah. we want to tell stories like that like our journey what we had to go through to you know to get to where we want to be yeah and just that 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 channeling all that that Vietnamese heritage <laughs> trauma, all that the trauma, that fire, the morals and yeah. the ethics that we learned growing up in, you know, the Vietnamese house, you know, with the Vietnamese upbringing, like it's just, uh, it it's hard to pinpoint, but yeah, I'm just telling you in a, in a general sense, like yeah. these, stories like these we want to tell. Yeah. Well, what's um, the hardest part about putting together a feature film like what you're talking about? Uh, um, the hardest part uh, for us right now is the writing, the writing, <laughs> the writing definitely the yeah. writing, because we're very meticulous. Yeah. Um, we're, we're very specific with what we want and we also get inspired really easily. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah, we got very inspired very easily and, and it's just the writing portion, right? Like I can't even begin to imagine what production is going to look like. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're going to have to, that's when you start dealing with personalities and you're trying to explain, you're trying to explain your vision, your vision, but we're like, we're dumbasses, right? We're, 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 we know the vision in our heads, but, but we can't, we can't, we can't express it through, through, through the art, through the art, through the craft, but we can't explain it. Yeah. <laughs> as, it's like, as you can innate, see, we're, we're very, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, we're not very good with words. It, it's like this innate <clears throat> feeling that we can't express. But we can't say, you know, it, it can't be yeah. told only. Yeah, th th this is actually, um, and I, I noticed this is actually like kind of a, a recurring like artists. I notice artists like they're so they can be so in their own head sometimes that when they try to explain their vision, it doesn't really come out right. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they they just they they'd rather just express it through the music or express it through, through the, the art, art, you know, movement, whatever whatever their um, their their craft is, you know. Yeah, but for but uh, for us, yeah. Um, is creating the vision is AKA the writing portion, the storytelling portion. And um, because we're, we're so picky. Yeah. And then I'd say next beyond that would be trying to convey it into our team that we're producing it with. Yeah. Um, we would be producing it with, and then, uh, and then bringing it to life. But we've, we have like a roster that we've worked with on our, with our YouTube yeah. over the years. We, that we, we have a Marshall Club family, you know, uh, yeah, our, with, our, some of our closest friends yeah. and family who are always, you know, who, who yeah. have been willing uh, to help and, you know, get down and dirty with us yeah. throughout the years. You know, we have a family. Yeah. Now. And people, people we trust and, yeah. and, and they trust us. So, um, yeah. So in, in terms, that's in terms of the carrying it out, but at the moment, like in development stages, it's always the writing. So, so when you say it's the writing, right, and are you finding that it's hard to sequence the story uh, for each scene and then for each act? Are you having trouble building sort of like the overall story arc and the characters, or are you just having uh, difficulties with? All the above. <laughs> 
yeah, I would say <laughs> all, the all of the above. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've never, I mean, we've never written a feature film before. Like, most of our work has been YouTube. On right? YouTube. Doing a, a 5, 10, 15 minute short film. A 20 film. minute short film is different from a. Yeah, the a most we did film. was a 20 minute short film. Yeah, you know. And, uh, and like, but doing a 90 minute film is like the story structure is different. You know. And, um, yeah, and it's not like we've ever taken any like professional writing professional classes. writing classes yeah. or anything. We just watch a lot of movies, and we absorb it ourselves, and we just just starting from ground zero. Starting from starting from, from scratch. Yeah, yeah but yeah. the yeah. reason I'm I'm asking these questions is because when the movie finally comes out, I I want people to hear and <laughs> go back and say this is how difficult this shit is. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. This shit is not easy because uh, I've started and stopped many, many times as well. It's not easy. I know oh, yeah, sure. going you have to like, we, we've, we've started on one and then when we get inspired for this other idea, yeah. you get thrown you know, off. We'll, we'll start writing something else. And then once we, if yeah. we we're not on that, we go back to the original and we're like, oh shit, it's pretty good. It's yeah, it's pretty lit, dude. Let's, let's go back. You know, so it's like, <laughs> it's uh, it's like uh, within the last like three years, we probably have like three scripts written yeah. that are all really rough and scrappy, you know? But we understand it in our well, heads, you know? Yeah, we understand yeah. it in our heads. Yeah, <laughs> so. you, you know, um, people oftentimes question like why uh doesn't vietnamese people have better movies out right from both in vietnam and the u.s why are we not making more better content well it's hard and it's hard as fuck to yeah. do this stuff people don't sometimes understand no. oh, i was like, like oh, vietnamese is a piece of shit no once you do it once you get involved in it you realize like it takes years and years and years to get good at storytelling and yeah. like you guys are like dedicated and you guys find it how difficult it is so you know i want to hear what makes it difficult and why is it so hard because even if you have the money the training the resources it all starts with the story all right. starts with that yep and i i, I think uh i used to uh, we're guilty of like watching movies and like man that was a shitty movie but now we can watch films and, and like, be like if it, even if it's a shitty film, we're like, <laughs> Brian's okay. like, yeah, we understand. Yeah, yeah. We it has it. its tropes. Like, that we're able to you know, uh, still like, learn from, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, no one sets out to make a shitty movie. Exactly. exactly. Like, and so like, you can't blame him. So like when we're watching movies with like our friends or whatnot, like we're big horror movie fans and you know, there's a lot of shitty horror movies out there. Like if we watch for fun, right. And, um, um, and, uh, like our friends are like, oh, that movie was shit. That movie was shit. It was like a B movie or whatever, right? And we're just like, dude, like, it's dude, hard, man. It's, it's at hard. least they got a film off the floor. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, you give him at least that. Like, exactly, man. Like, like, who are we to talk? We've never gotten any film off the floor. You know? Yeah, yeah, dude. And that's just true, true humility, right there. Is yeah, for you to have that mindset to understand, like, this shit is no joke. Um, and it's like people who have been doing this for years and years and years are out doing it and even then they fall flat on their face all the time and we yeah. don't get that opportunity very often to make movies so we got to keep making them until they get better and yep. how many of us are in the trenches fighting to make movies and and i mean that literally and, and figuratively right yeah. there's not a whole lot of enemies people in the movie business so we need to get more people in the business more people in support of like teams of like what you're doing to support 
uh, our stories and our movie making and you know songwriting and all of it you know all the art that we yeah. are trying to do in the world right right all right yeah it's uh and the more you dive into it like you you appreciate other art forms yeah yeah like when you're like 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 i'll just give you an example like i'll watch a film and i'm like that scene wasn't actually that good but like the the soundtrack was really good so it made it yeah, yeah yeah and sometimes you can have a complete shitty movie but if the soundtrack is good it could totally it could, yeah. it could make up for it you know yeah and then you start thinking about the music and the you know yeah. and the and and you learn you draw and learn inspiration from every little detail yeah. you know yeah and like I, i've had like not like I, just because i have respect for the art and i don't want to like dive myself into another thing but like i even thought about composing or something. yeah composing our own music just, <laughs> like, just to you know you know just because like you have this you'll be writing the scene and you're like fuck i have it in my head. Like, i know what i know what type of energy i want like uh, i just fucking compose this myself dude. yeah, That's yeah. What <laughs> so um anyway so yeah yeah it. but you do you write also you uh, yeah i spent 20 years learning it um classes and mm -hmm. no you're just turning off lights so, yeah, yeah. turning off lights sorry <laughs> classes and and all kinds of um uh what do you call it like you know you have seminars and what seminars yeah. yeah seminars so i've i went through undergrad um i didn't major in it but i had classes and yeah. in undergrad at usc oh, I took cool. extension classes at ucla i've had um seminar classes i've gone to one-on-one -on -one with uh, private screenwriting instruct instructors that was probably the 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 most like I've spent in 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 terms of the arts training uh, yeah. in my life is putting stories together, and I still cannot have the confidence to say, you know what, this is it. It's, I, it's I, I, the more you learn about it, the more you realize, like, yeah, this is like a rabbit hole but, that you can go down forever, forever, exactly. yeah, and, and never get good, good at. It, it like I think we already had our fair share with that with martial arts. So like doing that with like writing or film, any aspect of filmmaking, it's like never a new process. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like sometimes like, like with martial arts, right? You, you get in, into it. Like let's say you pick something up and you, you find interest in it and you pursue it and you like finally achieve something. You're like, fuck yeah. And then you go watch the real like practitioners who like, yeah and that opens up a rabbit hole yeah. like yes. a million other things you can yeah. learn and then you're like oh thing, you know? and then you're like oh shit like you only master this one aspect and there's like not to mention like the hundred other martial arts that actually exist today <laughs> but yeah so then at that point you just got to learn to be a student your whole life like, yeah and that's really it the beginner's right. mind though your whole life yeah yeah because yeah. they're you're never gonna, <laughs> yeah you're never gonna learn everything yeah and it's like the and war it's like the war of art right it's like the war of art where you're yeah, like yeah. it's a war and yeah, and yeah. art is the battleground it's like you're trying to figure out how to like conquer these little hills and these little mountains and take over it. and it's like uh it's a never-ending um journey to engage into the little aspects to make it and then you look at like directors like quentin tarantino and it's just like everything just kind of comes together when he puts these right yeah yeah right right do you ever feel like sometimes you just want to like you should i should just like like just finish one and just have a piece of work to kind of just document, so you can just to document like your, yeah. your journey through it you know yeah yeah because like when we were doing youtube like um our our, our first like martial arts short like I, I learned then that you can never just be satisfied 
Yeah. So then that's when we're just like, fuck it, just put it out, man. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And then we can always, we can look back at it and yeah. be like, yeah. Over the years, we can go back to the channel and be like, oh, I know what I could have done differently. Wow, this was fucking mm. ass. Yo, I got better at least, you know? Like, you yeah. can do that. Yeah. So. I, I do. I have like two projects, but they keep getting sidetracked by me not having the courage to finish it, you know? And, uh, that, and that's why I do podcasts because it's like I get snippets of storytelling and, the ability uh, to get yeah, inspiration yeah. from you, from my guests. And, you know, it gives awesome. me these little dopamine hits of story. Cause you know, I think right. that's what we share you and you guys and me, we, we have a DNA. And that's why I said, why not combat, combat sports and how, why not forms competition <laughs> It's because we share a common DNA, which is film yeah. and storytelling. So right. I get it. I get it. And it's, it's funny. Cause like the, what you just told me right there, I have a friend that's exactly the same. He's just like, he has like so many, like, ideas and so many projects going on he's just like he easily gets sidetracked yeah with life you know yeah Andrew oh yeah. Yeah, our friend, oh yeah he's a writer yeah um but um but yeah i feel like sometimes we just gotta like just get it out you know just just like finish it just crank one crank crank maybe just to like get the process in and just have a something to bookmark your journey yeah and you know how many artists are like that there's even at the top levels, I've I've watched guys who've made many movies. They're plagued with the same problem because oh, life wow. is like you know, as an artist, we we're just always seeing how beautiful things are and how cool and you know we're like, oh my god, that story is amazing. And then so you kind of drift from your main your main story that you've been writing, yeah. and then you Dude, just that like, happened oh. literally just yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened literally just yesterday. Yeah. We had a we, were, we had a writing session where we had this one. Very we, we, we we had. We had this right we had the idea locked for the most part and then we were watching a video and that video it just like, lit a fire to do something we're like fuck just change the whole movie now we could change the whole movie right here right, right now right now like it's like if it's ever time to do it yeah so we explored that area that we were inspired by for like a good like three four, four hours yeah, three four hours and then we just end up just going back to the original idea because we're you know yeah, yeah but it, it takes that process to know whether you want to go in that direction or not, you know, or yeah. change what, no, yeah. And and I've seen like, um, I saw a meme recently, it was, I think it was a Taika meme. And he's oh, like, yeah. he's like, <laughs> even if you sat there and wrote for, and what, uh, like you have a writing session, right? Eight hours of doing nothing, but your document is still blank. That still counts as writing. Yeah. Mm. I was like, yeah, dude, I get it. I get it. I, I've gone through that for 20 years. Yeah, um, it is a painful experience. I don't know if I have any juice left in me to keep going, but um, you know, I'm, I'm encouraged by partners and friends around me all the time because right. you know, you know, it's like we have the good ideas, but executing and writing yeah. the—that's the hard part. Right. Of right, course. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It's like um, an overwhelming sense of energy we want to put, but it's just how do you put it on paper? Yeah. It doesn't help that we're like, you know, like we're we like. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. We cheated a bit in school, <laughs> so like, right, hell, cheated wrong. <laughs> we're not that good at at uh literate. We're not that literate, I guess you could say. We usually have a we have a third teammate. Um, unfortunately, couldn't be here with us today. Daniel. Yeah. Um, he's our uh, he uh he's very um he's more of the spokesperson. Yeah. More of the literate one. So that's like we create as Marshall Club. We create this three this, this whole trio, dynamic. Yeah. This trio dynamic. Um, Brian's like the rawest of energy. I'm like, I'm like the flashy one 
and then Daniel's like, like the, the articulate he's one. He's like the one who holds himself. He's like our big brother. Yeah, he's the one who like so he uh, during, watches over us too. Yeah. He makes sure that that we don't stray too hard, you know, stray yeah. too far. Yeah, yeah. So so during interviews, he uh, he does most of the talking. Yeah, and then most of the articulating <laughs> onto paper. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think like we'd be fucked if we didn't have him. <laughs> <laughs> how how we did you? We love Daniel. Okay, so you two are brothers, right? Yeah. And so when yeah. did you meet Daniel? Daniel, right? Yeah, Daniel. So I think we met him around 2010. No, earlier. No, nine maybe. 2009, actually. So, <laughs> um, in our area in Orange County, there's this um open gym facility where it's it's like a gymnastics facility, but after hours, I guess they have like an open gym time of like three hour gap. You can pay at the time. You can pay five bucks and just come in, train, and just do whatever you want. You know. So in in was, Orange County, there was this hub of like it was a hotbed for martial arts. Yeah, it was a hotbed for martial arts and tricking. And that's where people from different martial arts teams, you know, um, uh, they go and they practice their acrobatics yeah. at this <clears throat> open gymnastics facility. Yeah. And um, me and Brian were a part of a high school team at the time. It was called Monkeys Flying High. Yeah. Team MFH <laughs> with pride. That was, pride. That was yeah. our little uh, yeah. performance team back then. You yeah. know, <laughs> and, and Daniel was a part of the Kama, which is the UCI's martial arts demo uh, demonstration team. Yeah. Yeah. And um and there was like other groups there too like EMC Monkeys yeah and uh you know uh, other tricking, tricking teams, teams dance teams dance even teams. they would come B through B boys would come through yeah it was like just a big hub of like a lot of, of martial arts rolled through but a lot of other forms of movement yeah. would train there and um that's where we met and, uh, we uh I we came from a separate team and he came from UCI's demo team so we were like. I wouldn't say rival, but but there's always that sense like oh a different team is in we gotta show them up you yeah know? We, gotta, we gotta give them a thing or two so we'll go fucking hard you know yeah <laughs> it, it was like yeah it was it was pretty much like that yeah and um we would come in there and we we would uh, we noticed though I noticed Dima Daniel we call him Dima because his name is Daniel Moss and our code name for him is Dima, Dima. <laughs> yeah I was, I was he was practicing like like uh, a, a praying mantis like shaolin like form and i'm like oh shit i recognize that from the movies you know yeah i was like you know and you'll teach me that you know i was like yo i just watched shaolin mantis yesterday like can, you know like can you teach me that and you know and then i re we learned that me brian and daniel uh us three we had a uh a very um Common interest. Common interest in, in Kung Fu films. Yeah. He has a very deep knowledge in not just Kung Fu films, but right. within Kung Fu. Yeah. So if you want, like, if we needed an encyclopedia. Of, like, like history, of, like, anything, yeah, details, like, you know. What's the history of, like, praying mantis style? What's the history of Tai Chi? Like, he would. Oh, he, he'll, he, he'll, like, he'll, he will go to the depths, you know. Yeah. He knows it. He knows Freaking it. everything, dude. Because he's the traditionalist, <laughs> yeah. you know. He came from an actual school. Yeah. Me and Brian, we came, I guess you could say, more more or less from the streets. Yeah, yeah. Um um and uh we we had this common interest in kung fu films but with coming from different backgrounds um and uh yeah and over the years as like you know over the years our teams died out you know like the team that we were in team mfh yeah, eventually we, we they they died out and then daniel's graduated from college no no longer a part of the demo team at uci's and then like so we just stuck together us three yeah and then we just went on then we started one day like we should just start this because we all had this common interest for martial arts films so one day we just picked up hey, 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 yo, let's shoot something you know yeah we picked up a camera and then we just 
like started recording like our homemade fight scenes, like our action sequences. Mm. And that's kind of what got us started. And yeah. us three, um, we, we put them up on YouTube, not thinking much of it. They're yeah. scuts and we're just having fun with it. But I think um, over time, like I think it was um, the how the the combination between how we're just kids having fun, but with this martial arts skill, like how they kind of contradict each other, but at the same time work together in synergy. Yeah. It's like Jackie Chan, right? Jackie Chan, he's like this innocent, nice, it's very fun energy. Fun, fun energy, yeah. but he's so skilled at martial arts. Yeah, yeah. We carried that energy, and I think that's what attracted and and the and this passion for martial arts too. Yeah. And that's what started gaining over time. We noticed putting our martial arts nonsense on YouTube. Over time, we started gaining traction. Yeah. And before we knew it, one of our videos went viral. I think our first one was. The yeah, the Ipman. So, so we we realized there was a pattern oh, during the time. I mean, there's always um, change in like algorithms on social media, you know. So it's never exact. But there was this one specific. There was a certain algorithm that we followed on YouTube to help g gain traction and, we, and to get our videos more we, no, well, well known. You know, well the algorithm for us was to not follow any algorithm. That's true. Yeah, we the algorithm, algorithm for us was to was to because the algorithm like most. YouTubers, social media influencers, they would um, chase like whatever's hype, you know, whatever's hype, yeah. right? Um, we had that mentality, but we only chased the stuff that we were passionate about. Yeah. So like if like, an, oh, Ip Man 3 is coming out. Okay. Let's make a Ip Man like short film, like, and let's see where it goes. And we shoot. And then like it caught the attention of Donnie Yen. It caught the attention of, you know, Wogo, the distributors who like, you know, uh, yeah. put out the film and like it, it just gained virality. And over the years, like there were just, a, you know, we gained a, a fan base and we eventually it was end of 2019, 2020 was when we started getting um, reached out to by like directors. That's when the Daniels reached out yeah, to for us. For everything everywhere. To work on um, everything everywhere all at once. Or yeah, hold hold up. <laughs> this is we're this is amazing i i this is what i've been wanting to ask <laughs> yeah so going into filmography yes. um i know there's paper tigers that was preceding probably all of this stuff was that the first film that you guys got into or i believe um i we mean were, we've worked on yeah, tv shows yeah, music videos you know because we'll be, be before um going on our journey we, we we were working in stunts for a bit you know we did like little oh. commercials that were local you know um little uh, music videos. music videos here and there so we've, we've done tv shows too. oh yeah like little like 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 a like a day player like a one day thing on like a tv show yeah. just little things we've done know? we've done some really odd gigs yeah um, odd jobs just and, and you guys were still working as sports uh therapists yeah. at the time we never had real jobs yeah we were we were uh we were still in college during the time we were uh trying to trying to get little stunt gigs here and there you yeah. know so yeah. so in college we had this phase of like oh like let's just get our degree to satisfy our parents at the same time let's just go do stunts like yeah. at the time it was stunts yeah i was like yes yeah, stunts. as soon doing? as we got into stunts like we we started working here and there music videos yeah. little odd gigs right um to get by and um, we learned real quickly that working as just a stuntman is not enough for us. Yeah, because we're creators. Yeah, um, we're very expressive. Yeah. And stunt stunt performers, um, all credit to them. All credit to them because uh, they're they're the ones who make the actors and yeah. the, the people with the vision. They help carry it out. Yeah. And, and, and and they, they, they make the actors look good. You know, and they put their bodies on the line. Yeah. 
Um, but we learned really quickly that playing as just a stunt player is not enough. Yeah. Um, like we're we're not soldiers. Soldiers, you know. It's like <laughs> we're, we're more so the idealistic yeah. creators. You know, we want to create. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, um, <clears throat> the in the stunt. So we learned like after one or two years of just hustling and trying to get into stunts isn't easy. Tough. Either. Yeah. It Especially was, if you're an oddball and you don't follow this certain format. We're not, yeah, <clears throat> like in stunts, like some, they're like, you know, they're trends. They're, they're trends things. and like, we're not trend followers. Yeah. So we, we really quickly just like, so we learned, stuck out quick, yeah. you know, stuck on like a sore thumb where it's like, okay, you cannot work in yeah. stunts. And I think it was pretty that, obvious to that's us. That's when we started taking YouTube like a little, yeah. we, all that, like, we started taking YouTube a little more seriously. We're like, we'll just do our own thing. We'll just yeah. do YouTube. And let's just see where it goes, you know? Yeah. And that was around the same time was when our, our fan base and our videos started, started to pick up, you know? Traction. Um, um, yeah, so that's exactly how... I Sorry, I totally strayed from your question. What was your question? Yeah, yeah. and then... and then, Because <laughs> I, I, I remember seeing you guys for the first time on, you know, with Trans Paper Tiger, right? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, right, oh, right, right. right. Yeah. So the indie action world is very small. And um, Bao was, you know, affiliated with like, he, he, you know, like the OGs who like kind of started doing indie action. So like the first guys to pick up a camera and shoot their own stuff wasn't us. It was um, like guys from the, the Bay Area. And there are like other other groups that all, you know, started picking up a camera. <gasps> oh, no. Our first feature film was actually um, Unlucky Stars, actually. A, a credit to them. Right. Uh, yeah. With a group of indie action yeah. film oh makers. ken ken was um yeah ken right, right, right. yeah yeah ken and, right. and this sorry uh we just forgot it was like in 2014 it was our first one of our first things ever we just came on for a day not knowing anything you know so i just yeah. totally slipped my memory but yeah right. credit to them. Right. unlucky stars was our first feature film appearance you know right really, sorry it's, it's been a long journey yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah um and then the next one was paper tigers yeah, paper those Tiger. two were indie indie action guys too um, Bao was a part of that scene and then he you know I, it's a small world everyone kind of knows each other so um yeah. he helped he had me he reached out to me to do the pitch for it so like early on yeah right? the like, very early pitches to get the film you know started was uh he did it with me um and I played the lead and uh it was called the challenger it's on I think it's still on YouTube it's on, on our channel it's on, it's our, on channel our channel too. Yeah. yeah um it's a short film and uh, yeah, and after that, uh, later he just brought us back on to play those those fun roles, and the, which coincidentally worked perfectly for us because it was the mar the ragtag martial arts mystics. Yeah. I, I think Bao said he actually wrote it wrote those in specifically for us, you know, just basing it off how we were and our styles, you know, and how how we can fit the character. So I think he wrote that in for us. Right. Yeah, yeah. But but that doesn't now that I'm listening to all this, that's not what like got the attention of like the bigger studios. Like no, the bigger there. studios was YouTube. Yeah, on straight up went on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say with Bao. With, with Bao as well, you know. I but think we already kind of had some mutual friends and yeah, we had mutual friends. We had our <laughs> thing going, but I think um um thanks to Bao, you know, um being on Paper Tigers was what 
you know, it helped really put our name yeah. in, you know, showing that we can uh, carry being in a movie, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's one thing that helped solidify that, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then the bigger studios came later. Because even after Paper Tigers, we went back and we kept doing YouTube. Kept doing YouTube. Because YouTube was always the platform we could honestly just express ourselves and not have to worry about dealing with, you know, directors, personalities. Like, I mean, there's some good directors out there, but not exactly the ones that, you know, because we have our own vision too, you know? And it's it's not like we don't, they're bad directors. It's just uh, it's different. Our visions yeah. Fine. And we, YouTube was always a place we could just be free. hundred percent. Unapologetically authentically us. <clears throat> yeah. Right. And so it was that, um, and it got the attention of, uh, was it the Daniels first or was it Brad? I think it was the Daniel. Oh no. Kind of the same time. Cause yeah. I remember while working on, so we were, we were approached by the same time. Yeah. For, for Shang-Chi and uh, everything, everywhere. everything everywhere. I want at roughly the same time. Yeah. I remember doing, um, we were rehearsing during Shang-Chi and I got this email yeah. saying like, you know, having this offer, like it was a Facebook message from the Daniels, believe it or not. That That's how, yeah. you know, <laughs> they, they messaged us on Facebook. It was like, Hey, I, I promise I'm real. <laughs> We are directors. We want you in this Michelle Yeoh movie. Can you do you have time to talk? Literally, that was a message. You know, that's how and then we, odd they are. But yeah. it's cute. You, you, you've seen the film. <laughs> you've seen the film. I have. Okay. Okay. Yes. All, so all imagine the films that you guys have been in. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you for the support, it, dude. Um, and uh, you should imagine. You should. You should have seen their first drafts that were like. Imagine that movie and written. Screenplay form, chaotic, and, and, and in a not how uh, imagine how confusing it is, you know? Yeah, like jumping from universe to universe, and and um, and keep in mind it was like right. a draft, so it wasn't right clean either, you know? So yeah, <laughs> and 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 their and their 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 draft was very noty. It was like a, it was like how we were, you know? Like we our our drafts are very noty because like we're illiterate, like we can't really write well. Yeah, <laughs> so we just put like we just we just like write it in ways that we would understand yeah. it, was, it was very it was very endearing yeah endearing yeah when we finally met with them and they were like trying to explain to us and like they were exactly like us kind of yeah. like they had all this energy and this vision but they were like stumbling over their words and they were like yeah. trying to catch we, up we didn't them. understand what the hell they were saying but we did realize one thing was that they had heart and they were very much just like they were like just us. like marshall club you know and oh. that's why we're like yo we actually believe in what they do. Like, fuck it. They have heart. Like, let's, 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 let's go to the end with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so like, you know, fast forward two years later, a match made in heaven. Right. Like, I think, um, yeah, we, we just, uh, like we look at them and we're like, we're very alike in the same ways. Yeah. A lot of the same ways. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I think that's, that's exactly what, uh, brought us together. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, they came from like, from like from, from not YouTube from, from, from like Vimeo, you know, yeah, like they they had really popular, uh, really popular videos on Vimeo, yeah, short, yeah, short Vimeo, films. YouTube, yeah, they they came from like a similar background, yeah, as gorilla those. style, you yeah. know, yeah. At the same time, we were also like in talks with like Brad Allen, who's like the second unit director on um, and Jackie Chan's stunts team, like he's an OG, and he was second unit directing Shang Chi, and uh, so at the same time, like we were talking to the Daniels and talking with them working schedules. I even remember there was one day of rehearsal at um like we had this period of rehearsals at with everything everywhere and I had to take like a week off and go do previous rehearsals for Shang-Chi. So it was like two things going on at the same time. Um 
I almost lost like one of them. Because you had to do, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, to, it was a point where we had to pick and yeah. choose. We didn't have managers or agents at the time yet. So we were just talking on emails ourselves. Like, I have rehearsal this day. Can we, you know, like, yeah. it was just and, and learning, yeah. trying to balance things out, you know? Yeah. And um, luckily, I finished my last shooting day on Everything Everywhere for the next day. I flew out to Australia to do Shang-Chi. So for me, it was a back-to-back. Like, Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. So it was just like, it felt like all the years on YouTube, like, and like training and eating shit with your brothers, like sometimes like doing videos, like doing short films that you're very passionate about, but don't get the views that you were like hoping, you know, because as humans, we get seeing the view sometimes like we'll put our hearts into a certain project and it doesn't do it goes nowhere you know yeah and does get discouraging yeah and Mm. the youtube route was definitely hard but all of a sudden it felt like it paid off yeah like in spurts yeah like all the hours the blood (laughs) and tears like you know just putting onto this three minute video that you just post online you know it just you know during the process it feels like fuck it's going nowhere like yo should we just go work at a flower restaurant you know this shit gets hard dude like it's it's not paying any money you you get nothing from it literally but over time we we did it for the craft yeah for the craft for the art you know just for the pure love of it straight passion there there was this one short where um actually did supreme there was this one short where i did a stunt and i i like did like a front flip and a half onto a table and i split my chin i had to get stitches um and it was like we're literally putting our lives on the line <laughs> and literally like blood, sweat, and tears into this craft. And it's just at the end of the day, it's a YouTube video, and we never know if it would go like viral yeah, or you know. get anywhere or not. But over time, like like it, that's when I started to believe that like if you have like a dry period where like shit's not looking good, there's gonna be like a payoff somewhere yeah something's yeah. gonna skyrocket so afterward. Like, those it's like moments like that and this was like long periods it made it feel like uh, it, it, it keeps you fighting you know yeah yeah it keeps you, you hungry yeah, yeah keep you hungry yeah 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 and a lot of the kids that are listening to this today um probably have not um had the fortune to go through a dry spell what you're talking about because some of those dry spells take years and years and where you guys are today are really as a result of the dry spells that you've gone through and what very yeah yeah that's like a story that people don't talk about often people don't talk about they just want to show off their highlights right yeah but like i i believe in staying in the gutter that's why i'm still in little saigon today yeah yeah yeah. like we never moved out to la or like the hills or whatnot because one it keeps us grounded it's you know it's where we grew up it's where our roots are and yeah just yeah just, and and um yeah you gotta we we go out of our ways to make sure we don't get soft yeah yeah <laughs> like it's funny but like sleeping on the floor you know yeah it so, keeps you hungry yeah <laughs> simple things like something as uh, that's why we're on the floor right now yeah that's we're on the floor um, but like i i know and i've noticed this with a lot of artists and some artists that i've looked up to too that you watch the earlier work nothing can match the hunger of the earlier work yeah because you just it just reads you see the heart you see the sheer passion and everything they put into it you know and once they get comfortable then like the art changes because they're at a different place in life you know you don't throw a punch or a kick you don't act with the same hunger as you do you're like struggling yeah so that's like you know we we know we do notice those patterns and it's like oh let's never get there yeah let's never get there yeah, so yeah. we make sure we stay uh 
pretty pretty grounded so what it sounds to me like is when you did everything everywhere and uh shang chi uh during those times it was tumultuous it was a lot of work a lot of being everywhere every you know you, you had to be very spread has that speed and that velocity continued up until today is it still the same frenetic pace that you guys are experiencing um we are however we do understand our worth so we we are being approached by quite a bit but we do understand our worth and we understand like how hunger like we are with vision wise so like we would only we're we're working you know we're negotiating a lot right now but we're like taking deals that would ultimately make sense yeah. with our path. With so our, I, yeah, like I wouldn't go take another stunt job right now. Like yeah, it yeah. just doesn't like just like another it, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't us, make yeah. sense, you know. But like sense. if it's like if it's like developing like your own film then or or we're all for it, yes, you know. Like like, like a creative like or like something more on the creative side like or action designing if it makes sense for a project we believe in then maybe but sure. you know it has to make sense for yeah. us because we we do understand our worth yeah we're, we're actually hella picky with our jobs we're hella picky <laughs> with our jobs because we're, we're we understand our worth now we know our bandwidth because as artists we have bandwidth yeah we have bandwidth like we can't like um like like you have to save it for what matters yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I know you probably understand as a writer too. You probably like have certain bandwidth that you're gonna like. Okay, I'm gonna put it towards writing, you know, or put it towards this. Yeah, that's something that's more important. So yeah, that's yeah. uh, yeah. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah, yeah. It's very it's very difficult to balance in the beginning when you're just starting out to figure out the bandwidth issue, right? And especially right. like when you're good at something. <laughs> you have to kind of like go with that strength. And when you're, you know, trying to figure out and negotiate all these things, you know, a lot of things weigh are weighing in to, to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Right, definitely. Right. Yeah. So with, um, first of all, I also want to congratulate you, um, on everything everywhere, you know, watching that film, um, you, you know, it's such a, a, a wonderful accomplishment from the directors and it's, you know, all of the work that you guys have put into it. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a huge accomplishment. With a movie like Shang-Chi, of course, that goes without saying, you know, at that Marvel level, you know, but I, I feel like at Everything Everywhere, you have more input uh, in terms of your right. movement and creation. Yeah, I, right, yeah. It's, it's a independent nature yeah. of the filmmaking. Because Daniels are very much like indie background. So they they have the independent nature, and that's when you know creatively you just you could just have a lot more freedom. At a level like Marvel, uh, you know, a lot of money, big studios, and a lot of heads, and a lot of personalities, a lot of people, and so there's less room for creative input. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, you know, of course, we fight for it, you know, and try to bring the best what we can to the project. Like if they're gonna if, if if Marvel like they they like they they want us to make this project, like we're gonna do our best to try to make sure that this like we bring our best, you know. Yeah. Um. On everything, everywhere, we had a lot more like, I would say, creative freedom, creative, creative freedom. freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, creative freedom, just simply by the sheer independent nature and just how much the Daniels trusted us. Yeah. Because like, 
like I don't think any other directors would trust an indie group of ragtag misfits like us. You yeah, know? to We're, be like, yo, here, go and shoot your own pre-visuals. We're gonna do it uh, shot for shot, yeah, you know? Yeah, and it's like, oh shit. Like like coming up to the day, we were still worried, like, yeah. oh yo, are are the, are are they just gonna bust the traditional and master Sean just get bullshit coverage here and there? But no, they, they like stuck to the program. They like they, they had the pre-vis on the monitor and shit, <laughs> and they're falling that to like the very to very T. And I was yeah. like, yo, this is this is it. Yeah. 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 And the yeah. fact that we got to work with Michelle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle, like we grew up, you know, we watching, and yeah. we we know every we know every kick and punch she's thrown on screen, yeah, you know. So it's like she was funny. She would tell stories, and I knew exactly, exactly what which, she was which movies she would be talking yeah. about. Like we were talking about like like Brian worked on the show recently, and he's like, oh yeah, I kicked someone in the face or in the throat, and she's like, yeah, I'd never kick someone in the throat. But I did to knock out a stuntman once, and I knew exactly which the movie, the movie and and the scene that she did. Yeah, and the scene the shot too. You know, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, that that brings me to a, another question that I when I look at you two, and now that I know about Dima, um, when producers come up to you as a team and says, "You know what? I only want Brian, or I only want Dima, or I only want Andy." Like, hey. is that how does it go? I mean. It's like, it's like it's like uh well we have management now yeah we have, it's weird to say management because mike's our friend yeah he, he if our, our manager is his name is mike he's one of our a very good friend of ours yeah you he's know? he just happens to be good at business yeah so then he he kind of like he kind of does the negotiating for us you know like if they if they he, do come up and say hey i want um only dima i want only andy i want only brian if it makes sense for the project sure you know yeah if it makes sense but he'll he'll push everyone else yeah he'll always push to yeah. you know try to keep us a trio in these projects yeah. yeah like he'll you know he'll be like you want dima you can take him but just so you know we have all these talents too. <laughs> you know and it's not just us three we have a family yeah yeah oh. yeah we have a family of friends who like, it's it's like to put it in the groups it's like the main core team is um uh, Dima, Andy, and, and myself, you know, and we have like a whole family that's helped us, you know, throughout the years on all our short films, just, you know, uh, like most of them work like, 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 like a nine to five job, but on their free time, they're always willing to come out and help, you know? Yeah. And like, we're, we're actually very blessed to have, yeah. you know, such supportive and good friends like that, you know? Yeah. Shout out to some of their names. I'd love to know who they are and what they do. Andrew Lin, yeah. Peter Pham, uh, Andrew Ryan Lin, Tran. Ryan Tran. A uh, AJ, AJ DeLeon, DeLeon Jackie Tran, Jackie Tran uh, Julio, Julio, Sterling. The the list is deep. Man. DY Sal, yeah, just Sal, all our homies. You know, shout out to all y'all. Y'all know who you are. Yeah. And the first five names that you guys name, like, what do they do? What do they help you with? Andrew Lim's a writer, actor. Um, but you know, they do nine to five jobs. They all have nine to five jobs. Right. What do they help you guys with in your operations? Um, everything. Um, yeah, he, he's he's been in our videos like as a cast, you know, behind the set he'll help hold lights for us. Yeah. Every because it's we're we're kind of a guerrilla crew, so yeah. everyone who comes on helps with everything. Like hands on, you know, holding like, lights, uh, you know, baby powder, power powder for like when we throw kicks. Yeah, like, wire, like help build wire. up the table real quick. We need a fawn. Yeah, we need a fake breakaway table. They'll like yeah, yeah or like or like have like a yeah. camera assistant, you know, it, you know, just whatever is there, you know. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Do you guys ever think you guys will go back to Vietnam to make movies? Uh, that's on the agenda. For sure. That's yeah. on the agenda, but I, I just feel like um, a lot of opportunities open up here, open up here right, right now, you moment. know? Like, yeah. We take it as it comes yeah. and down the line. Like, it, it's definitely in our agenda. Yeah. And, and if there's and it, it would be, it would definitely be easier too if we could just, if we do it here first. Yeah. yeah. 
Definitely. And right. the right. rides, you know. Yeah. yeah. The leverage is different. Yeah, yeah the totally, is totally. Yeah. And yeah. have you both been to Vietnam? Yeah, we worked on a film in Vietnam. Yeah. In 2000, um, um, oh, I forgot. And, 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 and that was actually our first movie. What? Was one thing? No, that was our second movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in uh, 2016, one of our good friends, um, Andy Long, he had a, a feature film uh, called Lo Quente, Lo- and I think that's like the it's like the Vietnamese uh, Shakespeare kind of, you know, like the Vietnamese kind of Shakespeare. It's I, a folktale. It's, it's a folktale. Folktale, you know. And he just had us come on to, um, as, to an, as an action team. As an action team to just help um, choreograph the fights and just be in the movie as stuntmen, you know. And I think... That, that was, was a learning curve, a, a really big learning curve. Yeah, a big learning curve for us. So just yeah. being in Vietnam, First learning time, to work in those ghetto situations, you know. Because yeah. you you know damn well Vietnam ain't like Hollywood. They're ghetto. You don't, you don't have trailers in Vietnam, dude. Yeah. yeah. Our, our first work day was uh, 24 hours, 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. And I was like, yo, fuck, dude. Yeah. Yo, this is some next level shit. Four, four, six hours sleep and then repeat. Yeah. Not Holy yet. That was literally four hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. And it's just it was it was like the learning curve of like not just being you don't it's not like Hollywood where you sit in your trailer and then come out in front of the camera when the AD calls you. It's like hands on. You're hands on. You're holding the ropes for the wires, or you're like standing by with the mats. You're always watching. Always watching. Oh, do you guys need mats? Bring it in. Oh yeah. Oh, like oh you 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 got you guys need an extra hand on the lights. Yo, I'll help you hold. I don't know what I'm doing at the time, but yeah, I hold. You know, just you just. You just no. kind of jump in and, and it's hands on. It's, you know? it's very YouTube in a way. Yeah, yeah. It, it was primitive. like, yeah, very primitive, like very guerrilla style. Our, our 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 fallback style of filmmaking is very primitive guerrilla style. Yeah, it's like yo, whatever you can capture in front of the, with yeah. in front of the camera, that's all that matters. It doesn't yeah. matter what goes on behind, as long as you get the fucking shot. That's how we. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, because we've um, you know we've worked we've worked on all different types of levels of productions and we find just what's efficient for us. Yeah. For us, yeah, for us, it just, we just happen to know what we want in the frame. So let's just make everything happen. So we capture (laughs) right in the frame. There's no need to be like, Oh, how about the background over there? We're not going to look that way. It doesn't fucking matter. Look at this way, period. You know, I'm not going to put that in edit. So it doesn't matter. You know, like, yeah. um, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Because we're used to working on budget. We don't have the luxury to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, um, when I look out into the martial arts world and I look at um, things that have been made in the past and last 50 years, there's, you know, I think Crouching Tiger, and I'm a layman. I'm complete (laughs) civilian to all this stuff. When sure. I look at Crouching Tiger, I felt like that movie sort of like <laughs> made everything come alive and fresh. Yeah. Like right. When we grew up watching uh, Film Chung, right? Film Ball. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> the new stuff, like, um, do you all feel like there could be a lot more yes. things that could be done in right. a fresh way? Or do you feel like everything that can never be done has already been done and now it's just an issue of how it's being done oh, or we do you some, think that there's ideas. a lot more to do there's a lot more to do we, we got some ideas to yeah. do things in a fresh way yeah i, I think um, uh to, to what you're saying like crouching tiger hitting dragon definitely i think the early 2000s was um was good for martial arts was in good. america in america that was when um all, yet, all, yet the all the masters came over to america to like choreograph and like direct action scenes yeah. you know jackie was coming up Jet yeah. Li was coming up. Jackie, Jet Li, even The Matrix, you know, Crash Star Again, yeah. all these movies. It was like a good era for martial arts. And I feel yeah. like just it died out. Yeah. Just it just the nature of like, you know, working in a Western in I don't want to say Western environment, but I don't I don't think it's that. It's um like 
it's it's just how the times change i i think dimov worded it really oh, said, they, it, people wanted more realistic yeah re- realistic and like yeah. you know so like they start going in the direction of like dark, like dark knight um dark knight. it's like an identity where it's you know it's like gritty raw and that now john wick you know is the more you know and then we always it's funny because then we talked about it like in our earlier like a few years ago youtube days we're like watch watch there's gonna be a time when martial arts is gonna be cool again because we're we're like the only like like oh like hong kong style like action group in like a world that's like everyone's doing john wick jujitsu with guns yeah you know or the the crazy marvel spectacles yeah you know and um and like the action, the Hong Kong action is not really alive. Like we're we're like the only ones on YouTube that's fighting to keep it alive. Yeah, and it's on YouTube. But we always talk about it. I'm like, I remember there was one day I'm like, Dima. No, Dima is a straight up prophet. Yeah, he, he said like five years from yeah. now, like the pendulum's gonna swing back. Mm-hmm. You know, he always talked about there being a pendulum where things in life are pushed one way so far it has to swing back. You know. A cycle yeah a cycle so and he's like the last, time, the last we're in the middle of the swinging back and we haven't hit the the full full tilt yet. yet nah because when when that when that pendulum swings all the way you know we're at the forefront we already are in the forefront but when we're there all oh, game over yeah. you know <laughs> yeah it's a it's a it's a um dima was always like i was like yo dima dude when are we gonna make it <laughs> and then he's like it's too hard just, bro just, let's he's just like just stay focused guys like um there's gonna be a day when when martial arts like hong kong action is going to be cool again and when that time comes we have to be at the forefront wow. like we have to be ready you know yeah and then like i think it's happening now as of the last two years you know with all like the recent moves coming like you know like everything, like, like bows paper tiger shang chi you know everything, everything, it's a bit yeah. huge bed for that everything everywhere you know? and even bow winds uh, be water yeah 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 right. like just everything like in martial arts is just making the whole comeback you know yeah period yeah. and um and but like I will still say today that like, if you want Marshall Club at at it raw, unfiltered, like the world hasn't seen it yet. Like yeah. if you're all, yeah. all excited about Shang-Chi or like everything everywhere, like y'all only got a little bit, man. Like y'all, y'all only got <laughs> tip of the ice. It's weird, right? Like we, we're like, we beat ourselves up cause we can't like write, but like we also believe in our own hype enough. Yeah. Like, I always feel like we're <laughs> as artists, right? and maybe it could just be a Vietnamese upbringing you're, so. you're always going to be critical you know of yeah. your own work of- it's 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 funny that we're we um we we beat ourselves up right over uh, we're very critical of ourselves but at the same time like we got to be some level of stupid to believe in our own hype you know to, yeah to like to, <laughs> to, to you know push ourselves to this degree yeah, to yeah. Level. I, I think it's like you 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 know like the level of ingenuity that you can see for the future and you haven't been able to bring it yet yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah, yeah and that's you know a lot of the hungers and like yo like y'all see nothing yet like don't get too excited you know i'm happy to hear that i'm very yeah. uh very happy to hear that 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 because sometimes like i'm sitting at like at the edge of watching culture kind of like expand right and i'm always worried like damn do we have the best coming out yet you know do we have good stuff coming out is is our culture <laughs> yeah. pushing as hard as it and to hear you guys say oh we haven't seen anything yet that that's yeah. that's very hopeful 
for somebody sitting in my you know chair to oh, go oh, appreciate God. it man appreciate Thank it you, man. yeah <laughs> i hope we give you something to look forward to yes like and i hope we live up to the hype that we're talking right yeah because we could be talking just like just like straight up bullshit right now you know yeah. we need to though <laughs> right we need to have that confidence and that faith starting yeah. within our own artist community to, yeah, to, right. to know that our creatives have the fuel and the belief that we're gonna really take it to the next level yeah. right yeah i think um yeah and again i think what's what's important yes stay critical of yourself stay hungry be always have that white belt mentality forever you know yeah That's, always a student but man. at the same time like you got to believe in your own hype enough to like yeah. push it it's it's a hard it's contradicting yeah which is why i feel like it's rare that we get artists nowadays you know yeah like that um but yeah and like i i feel like um um i'm just gonna be completely open about it like you know what imposter syndrome is right like i do like i will honestly like just coming forward with it like i you know you, you do feel that to a certain degree when like um because like I, I never like had like any recognition since like like a marvel before right even if you're just a mass villain you get a certain level of recognition and it's like you feel weird because you're like it's like yo i'm yeah, just andy this kind is of this like, is cool and all but like i don't feel like i don't feel like y'all seen the whole package yet so like why are you like why are you guys like like you know, hyping over this why are you guys like hyping you know um but at the same time it's like it's good it's a good reminder to be like oh, okay fine well if you're like if you're excited if you think now, this is cool <laughs> man yo then uh just just wait you know yeah and and i'd be worried if you didn't have imposter syndrome right 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 because right. yeah I, I i feel like every every actor legit actor legit creative has it you yeah. always have to have it because if you don't who's checking yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly exactly but like but i i'm i'm very critical of myself so like when imposter syndrome hits like it hits hard thank god i got friends and family around me who remind me that like yo dude you belong like sometimes like you know we'll, we go to these events often um in the earlier the earlier ones i would be like oh shit you're a red carpet with this you know you know oh, i'm on, you know, I've never stood in a red carpet yeah, before yeah before, you know dude, and, like and then like thank god like my brothers mike and like managers friends are just like yo and chill out man you belong just you know you belong and i was like okay yeah and yeah so that's just um but i i think everyone goes through that and yeah you just gotta i think i'm just i'm just now as a recent learning to get used to it yeah and getting comfortable with it you know what's on the horizon what can we expect to to, to see soon Ooh, um i don't think we're allowed to say much you know other than passion projects other than passion we've projects saying, we yeah like i think we're at a point where we like like just our inner artist screams like passion project let's just fucking do it yeah so at least get the first leg of our journey the story of our journey out yeah and so we, we are in development right now for our own uh yeah our first sure. film i just yeah. don't know how much we're allowed to say but but just just know the yeah yeah just know that like passion project on the so you're the world's gonna see Marshall Club unfiltered yeah soon after well I, I'm excited and I look forward to everything that you guys do 
um, and hopefully we can get back on um, once the uh, the features um, out there mm -hmm. and you of know, getting, getting publicity and we you know want to talk about the uh, journey uh, in a few months, a few years from now, um, once it's out. Thank you, yeah, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, so, we're looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you so this much. Thank blown. you guys today for coming on. And uh, I know we had a lot of technical difficulties. And yeah, all no good, worries, man. man. No worries. This was fun. It was worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, guys. For I appreciate sure. it. And we'll, have we'll a keep wonderful... in touch. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, you. Yes. Okay. Good luck with your writing. Yep, yep. <laughs> thank you, guys. Appreciate right. it. Okay. Thank you. thank you for listening to The Vietnamese with Kenneth Nguyen. The Vietnamese is produced by Brittany Tran. Special thanks to Jane Nguyen, Catherine Nguyen, Tina Pham, Sydney Jamie, and Christo Trin. Please find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Vietnamese Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube where you can subscribe, like, and comment. Please rate and give us a review wherever you find our podcast. Thanks again for listening.